0: Oh yes, 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 oh yes. Morning, 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 how are you doing? How are you doing? How are you doing? Before we get to anything today, let us just play a song and then I come back and I pray and open uh, the program, you know, properly, yes. Let's play a song and then. We come back and pray and start the show. Thank you, Jesus. be without your grace that found me? Where would I be? Beautiful song, beautiful song, beautiful song. Father, in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus, we glory, O Lord, in your presence this morning. We lift our hands up above to honor you, to bless your name, to glorify you, to exalt you, O God, to tell you that you are Alpha, you are Omega. You are the creator of heaven and earth, O God. You, God, and you alone have created the things that can be seen by a visible eye and things that cannot be seen because you are God. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, for waking us up. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of life. We thank you, O Jesus, O Lord, for your faithfulness in our lives, O God. You are a God of love and mercy. We thank you, Father, for this platform, O God that you have afforded us, O God, in order to share your word with your people, O Lord. Father, we thank you for your word. May that word, O God, be a seed in our hearts. May it grow, O God, until we come to the full knowledge of Jesus Christ, O God, we pray. Father, you are wonderful. You are such an awesome God. We glorify you. We thank you, Father, for the souls. That will be worn because of your word. We thank you, Father, for the protection that is upon us. We thank you for your divine intervention upon our lives, oh God. We thank you for your covering, oh God. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We pray, O oh God. Thank you, Father. Well, I greet you, brothers and sisters, in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, um, I am Latter-day Preacher, and this is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. Well, today, remember, it is the second day of our, uh, it is part two, Um, it is part two, it is part two of our three-day series, three-day series. Remember, we are talking The topic is the power of the seed. Yesterday we were focusing on the word of God as the seed. Well, today we are focusing on my money, your money. We are focusing on giving today as the seed. Praise God. We are focusing today on giving as the seed. Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit will help me, O God, to divide your word according to your will in the name of Jesus. Well, let us go into our word for today as we are talking about your money, my money, uh, about giving basically as the seed, you know, the importance of giving as a child of God because it is indeed um, important regardless of what people say. Go to the scriptures, you know, read the Bible, then you will understand the importance of giving as a child of God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Well, um, 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 our topic today, as we are talking about the power of the seed, this is part two. This is part two. So we are saying today, how do you sow your seed? How do you sow your seed? In, in, in other words, the proper way of giving, right? We're talking now about the proper way of giving. Hallelujah thank you jesus the proper way of giving we're gonna be looking at um our main scripture we're gonna be looking at 2nd corinthians chapter 9 verse 5 to ten. 2 corinthians chapter 9 verse 5 to 10 second corinthians chapter 9 verse 5 to 10 that is our main scripture for today let us read our word in the name of jesus Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let us begin at verse 1 so that we we will understand. Um, Let us us quickly read from verse 1 so that we will understand it clearly. Praise God. So the Bible reads like this. I really don't need to write to you about this ministry of giving for the believers in Jerusalem. I really don't need to write to you about this ministry of giving for the believers in Jerusalem. This is Paul writing um, um, to the church in Corinth, right? So verse 2 says, For I know how eager you are to help, and I have been boasting to the churches in Macedonia that you are, you in Greece were ready to send an offering a year ago. In fact, it was your enthusiasm that stirred up many of the Macedonian believers to begin giving. Praise God. So now, uh, Paul is talking about giving. He's talking about uh, giving and is also emphasizing the fact that, you know, you said you are eager to give. In other words, you said that you are willing to, to give. He is basically reminding them of what they said or their agreement because they said they are give they are eager to give. You can only give when you are eager to give or when you are willing to give. Giving is not something that must be forced. Giving is not something that must be coerced. You cannot cannot be guilted to give or made to feel guilty in order for you to forgive. So when you give, you must do it because you love God. You must do it willingly and joyfully because you want to. It must not be something that you are forced to do; otherwise, that is not giving. If it is forced, if you are coerced to give, that is no longer giving. Praise God! Giving is something that you that that you must do with joy in your heart. is something that you must do eagerly, right? So, verse four says, um, "We would be embarrassed not to mention your own embarrassment if some Macedonian believers." came with me and found that you weren't ready after all I had told them. So, verse 5 now, our main verse, going to verse 10, says, So I thought I should send these brothers ahead of me to make sure the gift you promised is ready, but I want it to be a willing gift, not one given drudgingly. Notice this. Notice what Paul says, because this is very important in order for you, for the understanding of giving. So in order for you to understand what does it mean? How do you sow your seed? Or what 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 is the proper way of giving? Or what does it mean to give? When you give, you must give willingly. As Paul is saying to the church. Paul says, So I thought I should send these brothers ahead of me to make sure that your gift your gift is ready but I want it to be a willing gift a willing gift not one given grudgingly, because that is what God is looking for to believers God wants us to give but we must do it willingly but we must do it willingly but we must do it willingly remember we cannot mock God right you cannot mock God. You cannot give because you want to show off. Because there are people who give but because they want to show off. I want us to quickly go to, to Jeremiah, uh, to the Old Testament. I want us to go back to, to Jeremiah. I want to show you something. I want us to go back to the, to, to go to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 17, just to prove what I'm saying. Chapter 17, is it verse 9? Verse 9 to 10, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Now, the Bible says in verse 9 the human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? So, the human heart is the most deceitful. Of all things in other words, because it is hidden because it is concealed right people cannot see praise God your, your true intention when you do something in, in, in the same case in this same context when you give people cannot see you could be in church and 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 you wait and you see people giving because you have you would stand up and give You want to give more because you want to show off. You want to give more because you want attention. You don't give more because um, uh, you love God. You don't give more because you want the gospel of God to continue being preached. You don't give more because you want uh, 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 the church to pay its rent. You give because you have ulterior motives, and those motives, are evil motives because your motives are evil when you when you giving to show off when you giving that when when you are giving just to show that you are better than most people in this church, praise God. So that is why the Bible says in verse nine, Jeremiah seventeen, that the human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. So who really who really knows how bad it is? There is only one person. Listen to verse ten. Verse ten says, "But I, the Lord." search all hearts and examine secret motives. Indeed, it is God who knows the thoughts. It is God who knows the conducts of our heart, the thoughts of our heart, the evil in our hearts. It is God, the motives of our hearts. It is God who knows all that is needed to be known by a man. Because basically, as the Bible says, but the heart is the most deceitful deceitful thing. Their heart is the most deceitful of is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? So verse 10 says, but I the Lord search all hearts and examine motives. I give all thank you Jesus. It says I give all people their due rewards according to what their action deserve. Because, I'm going to make an, a, a simple ex- a, a, a example right here, right now. Um, let's say you are praying for, for right now, because you let's say you are praying for a financial blessing. Right now, you are really in a tight corner and, and you really need finances. Praise God. And, you, and, you, and you, you are really looking for God to bless you financially. Praise God. Praise mighty Jesus. But your intentions, praise God, are, 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 are not pure, right? And you think that, no, God does not know it. The Bible is very clear. It has made it clear from the scripture that, I, that I've just read that God is the spirit that searches our hearts. Praise God. Because God, he knows that the hearts of men are wicked. So for in order for God to bless you, in other words, in order for God to bless you, that is why the Bible says that we must guard our hearts because evil comes from the, our hearts. We must guard our hearts at all times. We must make sure that when we when we ask from God, let's say you are asking for a job, make sure that your intentions for that job are pure. Are pure. You don't want a job just because you want to show off or you want to show somebody else that you are better than them. You don't want a job because you want to go drinking every now and then, praise God. You you don't want God to bless you financially because you want to show off to your family that you are a better person than them or to your church or to your friends, praise God. So your intentions at all times must be pure. Your intention is all because you cannot mock God. God is a spirit that searches our hearts. So he basically knows before you even pray, if your intentions are, are, are pure or your intentions are evil. Praise mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. I hope I am, I am understood right here. In Jesus' mighty name. Let us take a, a, a break, a song. And then we are coming back. We are coming back. We are coming back to continue. Oh. let us continue, let us continue, let us continue, let us continue, let us go back, let us go back, let us go back, us go back to our main scripture, um, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, uh, chapter 9 verse 5 to 10, so the Bible says in verse 6, remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop. Remember this, a farmer who plants a small seed will get only a few crops, But the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. That is why the Bible says that when we give, we must give generously. That is why the Bible says that when we give, we must give generously. We must not give grudgingly, Because the Paul is making an example of a farmer. If you plant one seed then don't expect to to, to 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 harvest five seeds okay don't, uh, don't, don't 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 expect your 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 harvest to multiply praise mighty jesus as paul here says in verse 6 that remember a farmer who plants only few seeds will get a small crop Praise God. But the one who plants generously will get a generous drop. This is a principle. When we're talking about a principle of giving, when we're talking about a principle of giving, this is the principle of giving. That is why the Bible says that God searches our hearts. He searches our hearts. Let me make you an example yet again about a person who is not even even a, a Christian. Many many Christians have been wondering, why would God um, bless a, a person who, who is not even a born again Christian? Who some people they even call themselves atheists, but you see this person prospering. Some belong to other religions, but you see them prospering. Why? Because God can never, can, God can never ever uh, ever be unfaithful. Because when we are unfaithful. He is always faithful. And God, when he says something, he stands on that. He did not say in the word of God that I will only bless those who are called by my name. He did not say that I will only bless those who are born again. But God says that those who give willingly No, and, 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 and giving willingly, talking about the needy, not only in the church but also the church. You will find that people like um, the people like the likes of Bill Cosby, Oprah Winfrey, Patrice uh, Motsepe, the South African um, billionaire, and many other African billionaires and European billionaires. Some of them, or most of them, are not even Christians, right? But the, the way they give to organizations that help those who don't have. You know, and they give a lot of money. They give millions and millions of dollars. That is why God keeps on blessing them, blessing them, and blessing them. Because they see that they give. They, they don't give tragically, but they plant seeds that multiply. Why? Because they understand their principle. Praise God. Because God has blessed them because of their hearts. God looks at a heart in a human being. Remember when he was looking for David, when he was looking to, 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 to anoint David, when he sent um, uh, the prophet to, 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 to anoint David there. When the prophet um, went into Jesse's house, praise mighty Jesus, he found um, uh, David was not there because David was a shepherd. So David was in the wilderness looking after uh, looking after the animals then he came and he saw the brothers of david there and he looked and and, and he he looked at a certain brother of david praise god but the the, the problem with human beings is looking at the appearance of of of, of others like the physical appearance and they make decisions um, uh, uh, by looking at the appearance of individuals But the real person, they forget that the real person is the one that is inside. It is the spirit man. That is why God said to the prophet, you know, I'm not like you, human beings, because I do not look on the outside of a person, praise mighty Jesus, but look at the heart of a person. That is why he he, he, he chose, praise God, David and anointed him to be the next king of Israel. Praise God because He looked at their heart. When When God is about to bless you, He looks at your heart. Let me just make an example. When you are a person who has a zeal to help others, but you don't have, right? You don't have money, you don't know how to go about it, but you, in your heart you, you long, you yearn to help those who are needy. Whenever you see people who are needy, whenever you see homeless people, whenever you see kids who don't have school shoes, that touches you. That makes you emotional. You just want to give but you don't have. And you when you begin to pray to God, God will bless you with finances so that you can do his work. Because helping those who are in need is the help of God. Is what God is all about praise god because god has looked into your heart and saw that you have you are yearning to help you are longing to help that you have a zeal to help others you love to give you love to help and god will bless you according to your heart that is why you have to look at your heart whenever that you, you whenever you want to let, let's say you want to ask god for something maybe for a job for a business deal for a financial blessing, for whatever you want to ask God for. Praise God. Look at your heart first. Is there a forgiveness in your heart? If you have bitterness in your heart, pray for God to remove that bitterness so that he can give you peace. Pray for God to... Pray for God to remove that resentment so that he can give you peace. Pray for God to to remove that unforgiveness because there are things that you must remove in your heart. In other words, your heart must be pruned. Praise God. That is why God says, I will bless you according to... your conduct he blesses us according to our conducts the conduct of our heart because that is where evil takes place that is where bitterness is that is where unforgiveness is that is where everything that has to do um with life is it starts in your heart praise god it starts in your heart your heart is there your heart is the engine basically of your body Praise mighty Jesus. Praise mighty Jesus. So that is why I said, but now we're talking about giving as a seed. So it's very important to look after your heart. It's very important to give, especially to give to those who don't have, to give to to, to the service of God, the church. Praise mighty Jesus. So verse 7 says, you must give, you must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. Verse 7, I love verse 7 because it says, You must each decide in your heart how much to give. That is why, when you are about to go to church, make an agreement with your heart, okay? Don't act confused in a church when you have to give. Sit at home. Say to your heart, I am going to church right now. And I know there will come a time when I have to, when we have to give. Let, 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 let me make an example. There's always an offering box in a church where we offer. That is something that happens regularly when we are in church. We offer. So you know, okay, I have 100 bucks in me. So I am going to give. Um, I have 100 bucks. I'm going to give 20 bucks. That is an agreement that you, 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 you make with, with your heart and when you are at home. And then you take that 20 bucks, you set it aside. And then you say to your heart, Ah, you know, I feel like pledging today. Let me take another 50 rand. I'm going to pledge with this 50 rand. I'm going to give an offering with this 20 bucks. And then that is an agreement that we are talking about. So, verse 7 is talking about that when it says that you must decide in your heart how much to give. Okay, you must decide in your heart how much. This is the proper way of giving. Decide in your heart how much you want to give. Okay, decide in your heart how much. And don't give reluctantly. Don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. In other words, don't be coerced into giving. Do not be, don't listen to these pastors who will um a distorted word to so that they force you to give when you're in church whatever that you have agreed with your heart okay when you were at home that i'm going to give 50 bucks i'm going to give 20 bucks i'm going to give 10 dollars 10 rands 10 puller no whatever amount whatever currency that you use in your in in, in your country if you say that i'm going to give in church this much i'm going to give this much remember you have a wages as a person, right? That you you have a salary that you get from work. That is why the Bible is talking about it is God who gives you the seed. It is God who gives you the seed. So listen to verse 8. And verse 8 says, And God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to shed with others. That is why you must give, because why? God will generously provide you all you need. It is a principle, because God is looking at your heart. It does not matter, you know, it does not help you in any way to, 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 to make excuses when it comes to giving, when you know that giving, it is biblical, and it's something that you have to do. You know, and the problematic people in church that don't want to give are those people who don't know the things of the spirit, who are not equipped, or or, or who are not who, who are not yet there. You know, who are not yet have, who are not who are, who has not who have not yet thrown in the in the knowledge of the things of God. Study your word concerning giving, so that you understand that giving is not meant to scam you, but it is biblical. But when you give. Give biblically the way it is written. Give willingly. Give money that you are willing to give. Don't give because your pastor said give now. Because if you don't give, you are going to hell. There's no such thing in the Bible. But you must give because when God has blessed you with a job, it is your duty to give in church. It is your duty to give. If you don't give in church, help your neighbors. For instance, praise God. But it is your duty to give out of the abundance that God has given you. You have a job today because God has blessed you with a job. But don't give your bread away. I don't know if you you understand. Let's say you get paid 100 bucks. It could be 100 dollars. It could be 100 rands um, in our context here in South Africa. Let's say you get paid, you know, for argument's sake. Let's say you get paid 100 bucks. So you know that in that 100 bucks, you have taxi fares if you don't have a car. I have a taxi fare. I must put it aside. I have groceries. I have to put them aside. I have things that I have to buy for kids. My kids, maybe their lunch boxes. I have to put it aside. Okay? Okay? This is the seed that I will give in church. In your salary, there is what we call bread. And there is what we call seed. There is always seed that you must give in church. Offering that you must give in church. But there is also bread. Bread is what you survive on. Bread is what your children survive on. Bread is what your family survives on. Don't give that away. I know there are churches that say that give. How much do we have? How much do we have in your bank account? And you say, no, I have taxi fare or I have petrol money. So come 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 don't worry take it out come give it yet god will multiply you that is nonsense god the bible says that you must give out of your seat seat money there is seat money in your salary there is bread money bread money is the one that it belongs to the household it does, it has nothing to do with the church but there is also church money okay i don't even want to talk about tithes and all that I don't pay tithes. I don't believe in tithes. I believe that in the New Testament, we don't tithe, but we give and we give willingly. Okay? In the New Testament, we don't tithe. We give and we give willingly. So I don't even want to talk about tithes. We talk about pledging. You pledge when you have. You pledge when the, when it is necessary. You pledge when you and other presidents have decided to pledge. Maybe there is a need in the church. Maybe you need to buy a keyboard. Maybe you need to buy microphones. Then you will decide as brothers and sisters how much you're going to pledge. Then you pledge when you have. So these all are givings that are needed in the church of god for the gospel of god to continue to be preached for the gospel of god for the rent to be paid for the lies to be on everything else it is needed and we as brethren in the church we as the congregation and congregation in the church we are expected to 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 give to the church for the gospel to 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 stand praise mighty jesus so don't listen to anybody look at the word of god read your bibles and you will understand so verse 9 says, as the scriptures say, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their, God, their, their good deeds will be remembered forever. Their good deeds will be remembered. Remember, with, with every giving that you, 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 you plant or with every seed that you plant. We plant seeds and then we forget. But a seed will never forget who planted it. We might might plant a seed today and continue to planting seeds in church. Praise God. Or you might give to the poor today and continue to give to the poor. Praise God. You will forget that you have given to, to this organization or to this person because you are a child of God. When you give, you give expecting nothing in return. But The truth is, it is a principle that when you give and you move on, you have forgotten. But the person that you have given to will never forget, even heaven will never forget what you have done. That exactly the same thing when you give in church, exactly the person when you give to your neighbors, to to whoever that you have to give to, they never forget, even though you have forgotten and you move on, God has never forgotten. That is why, praise mighty Jesus, People who give in church but give out of love, give willingly, give out of love because they love God, not like hypocrites who want to show off. Hallelujah. Praise mighty Jesus. Let us continue. Oh, Lord, my time. Time, 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 time is not on my side. Uh, so, verse 10 says, For God is the one Who who provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. Remember what I told you about? I said there is bread and there is seed. So, verse 10 says, for God is the one who provides seed. Provides seed. Seed is the one that multiplies when you plant it, right? Is the one that grows when you plant it, right? So, for the farmer and the bread. So, bread is for eating i made an example about your salary that in your salary there is money for household that is what we called money for bread that is what we called your bread money that takes care of the house bills money that takes care of your kids money of your of your kids lunch boxes of your petrol or of your taxi fare that is what we called your bread you don't give that to the church you give willingly the money for the seed. Because there's a seed and there's bread. And the, all this money is found in your salary. It does not matter how small it is. Your salary, how little it is. You could be paid um, 100 bucks a month. or uh, But there is always a seed in that money. Even if it's five rands. There is always a seed in that money that you must take to church. That you must take to church and give. So, if you get paid a lot of money and you have money then to help others, those that are in need, you cannot leave and, and pass by your neighbor's kid every morning and you see him walking to school barefooted. And there's a lot of those cases here in Africa where people are living in extreme poverty and there are kids who walk to school in winter barefooted. And you have, but you look the other way and you call yourself attrition. You are not a Christian because a Christian must give. A Christian have to give, but you must do it willingly. You must do it because you want to help. You must do it because you love to help. Praise God, not because you want to show off. Hallelujah. The Bible says that your left hand must not know what your right hand has done. Okay? When you give, you don't give because you want to go tell your neighbors how much you gave to your other neighbor and all that nonsense. No, that is not giving. That is showing off. And that, that kind of giving, there's no blessing that comes with that kind of giving. Praise mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. My time is like, yo, so fast. Let's play a song quickly and then we will come back and then continue for another 10 minutes. And then we close our show. Hallelujah. Praise mighty Jesus. Praise mighty Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
1: I said it's time to go back to the blind. It's time to preach the blood of Jesus that still saves. Da wo to wa, da wo e ga ba wa, no. Wouldn't do that to my child, wouldn't give my son to die. But you did it just for me, cause you love me, you love me so.
0: Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We are back. We are back because of our time. We have to continue quickly. Have you ever read the story of the widow's offering? You know, this is now what we call sacrificial giving. Where you take from nothing and then you give. This is what we call when you hear a man says that give a seed that hurts you. This is what I mean when I say give a seed that hurts you. So you cannot stop your heart. When your heart wants to give, you give, you take something from nothing, and then you give. You take from the little that you have, and then you give. This is what the story of the widow is talking about. Let us read Mark 12. Mark 12, Mark 12, Mark chapter 12. Let us read from verse 41, verse 41. Let us read from verse 41. So Jesus sat down near the collection blocks. Or Jesus sat down near the collection box in the temple and watched as the troused dropped in their money. Many rich people put in large amounts. Verse 42. Then a poor widow came and dropped in two small coins. Two small coins. Verse 43 says, Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I tell you the truth, this poor widow has given more than all the others who are making contributions. Jesus called his disciples aside and said, I tell you the truth, this poor widow has given more than all the others who are making contributions. Verse 44 says, For they gave a tiny part of their surplus. But she, poor as she is, has given everything she had to live on. You see, when we talk about sacrifice, sacrifice. When you sacrifice, you take from nothing and you give something. You take a seed that hurts you, that hurts you. When they say that it hurts you, you take it as much as it hurts, but your heart is willing to give it. This is what the 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 the, 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 the story of the widow is telling us that we too even in our poverty can give to God because a, a giving that comes from poverty, praise God, really, really does that, that does make God pay attention. As Jesus was paying attention to the woman when people were offering. Because there is a big difference. That is why I say that, that is why Jesus said that the woman who gave from her, from her poverty, the woman that gave two pennies, gave more than any other person. Because as rich as these other people were, but they gave ten, tiny parts of their surplus. They did not give even 10% of their wealth. They give tiny, zero zero point one percent of, a lady. I'm making an example, praise God. That is why Jesus said, you know, this woman, the poor woman, she gave better than any other person in that house. Because even those who took from their richness, from their wealth, they gave a little compared to what they have. They gave a tiny part of what they have. In other words, they gave grudgingly when Jesus himself was, 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 was preaching that people should give and give willingly, and give willingly, not sparingly, give willingly, give willingly, especially to the needy. So, this is what the example is so important that even you in your poverty, even you in your poverty, you can still give. By giving out of your poverty, I'm telling you, that will draw the attention of God because God looks at the heart. Any heart that is willing to give, any heart that is yearning to give, any heart that is zealous about giving, giving to the church, to giving to the service of God, giving to the people of God, giving to the needy, any person that has a heart thats is, that, that is big enough to give, that person will draw the attention of God. And surely God will bless that person. Surely God will multiply that person. Surely God will never allow that person to suffer all the days of his life. This woman, as Jesus said, as poor as she was, she took out of his poverty and he gave everything that she had. You too can take out of your poverty and give. Praise God, willingly. Don't say in your heart, Giving is for those who have. Giving is for those who are rich. No, 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 no. You can be a domestic worker, you can be a dom a gardener, you can be a petrol attendant, but still give and give joyfully and give willingly in church and still help and buy shoes for your next door neighbor's kid who does not have shoes, who does not have a trouser. You can be an example and buy groceries for a family that goes to bed with an empty stomach. You can be an example out of your poverty and give to those who are uh, who are really need our help, who really need our giving, who really need those who, who have a heart to give in the name of of jesus oh my goodness this is very important guys giving out of your poverty let us go to matthew matthew 25 i'm gonna quickly read here because the time we don't have the time right now we don't have time we don't have much time we don't have much time we don't have much time um 31 to 34, 31, okay, Matthew 25, 31 to 40, verse 31 to 40, let us quickly read. Mm. Uh, But when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all his angels with him, then he will sit upon the glorious throne. Uh uh no 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 Okay 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 I, I see 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 Ah thank you thank you this one is too long I don't have much time Ah Lord This one is too long I don't have much time I don't have much time I don't have much time Thank you Jesus Yes, Lord. Let us look at the book of Luke. Book of Luke. Book of Luke. Thank you, Jesus. Let us look at the book of Luke, chapter 6, verse 38. The Bible says in the book of Luke, chapter 6, verse 38, Give and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full. Pressed down, shaken together to make room for more. Running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. Give and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full. Pressed down, shaken together to make room for more. Running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. Remember when you give. Give out of your seed. The money that you have, there is a the money for bread and there is money for seed. Don't confuse the money for bread with the money for seed. Right? Make sure that you take care of your household first. Your kids must eat. You must have money for petrol if you have a car, or money for bus, money for taxi. You must have money for you must have money for your house bills. Praise God. Do that, and then take money for for church. Take money for. Agree with your heart how much you're going to offer in church. How much you're going to pledge. All right. Do this before you go to church. All right. When you go to church, since you have agreed with your heart that you are going to give this much, that giving is acceptable to God. All right. All right. Because you have you have not been coerced. You have been not been you have not been pressured. To give that amount that is the right giving that is the right giving there is a principle of giving it is there give and you shall receive give and you shall receive but do it the biblical way do it the biblical way if you want to know how to give properly read the bible you will understand don't listen to what these charlatans are talking about in the pulpit don't listen to that these money-hungry charlatans are talking about in the pulpit. Read the Word of God so that you understand what or how to give your seed, how to give your money in church. Praise God. But I also emphasize it is very important that you give to people who are needy outside of the church. Give to people who are needy. If you can, help those that are in need. Those that are sleeping with, with, with an empty stomach, buy groceries for them if you can. Buy shoes for those kids. Help those adults. You you, you know that they deserve your help. Pray, please do it, do it. But doing willingly. Don't feel pressured to do it. And when you do it, do it. Your right hand must not know what your left hand does. Don't do it like the Hebrews, like the hypocrites do. Don't do it and brag about it. When you buy groceries, don't tell other people that what you this is what you have done. Praise God. Do it for you because God knows what is done in secret, okay? When he blesses you, he will bless you in public. So do it and if you're going to buy groceries for your neighbors or for any people, do it and keep quiet because it is between two. You are not doing it for men, but you are doing it for God, all right? So that is that is how you give. That is how you do give. That is how you do that is how you give. That is how you do it. Praise mighty Jesus. Let us hold it there for today. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, for your word. We thank you, O Lord, that you are faithful every day. Father, open our hearts, O God, so that we will do things according to your will, according to your word, O God. Father, we pray that you will open our hearts, O God. Father, we pray that we will not only be readers and listeners of your word, but we will also be doers of your word. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, O God. We pray. Remember, tomorrow we are coming with our part three of our series talking about the power of seed because there is power in the seed. Yesterday we talked about the word as the seed. Today we talked about giving money as the seed. Tomorrow we are going to be talking about the principle of giving, focusing solely on the principle of giving tomorrow. Then we will finish this series and then we will look for something else to talk about in the coming days. In the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ, God bless you. I love you, brothers and sisters, wherever you are. Continue to give, continue to give, continue to give to help the gospel of God to go, to be to be spread um, all over all over the world. In Jesus' mighty name. Bye bye.